0: right? Share behind the scenes. Share what's on your heart. Express it so clearly and radically and consistently that people can hear you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast. This is a super special day. This is my first time ever recording a video podcast. So if you are used to listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple podcast, uh, today is your very first opportunity to listen or watch this podcast as a video to see my pretty face and to really connect with me in a different way on YouTube. So if that's your jam, Hop over to my new YouTube channel, Robin Savage, and you can actually watch and rewatch this podcast in video form um, to kind of integrate it and take in this information in a new way. So let's rock and roll. So, today's podcast, we're going to talk all about how to get soul clients. Like, what does that look like? Who are your soul clients? And how do you actually show up? in your brand in a way that naturally attracts those people. A lot of entrepreneurs will spend their entire career trying to figure this out, seeking attention, trying to get people to notice them. And yes, it requires effort and requires dedication and it requires focus to get sole clients and to land those jobs. But I wanna to talk to you today about ways to make it more natural, right? I wanna to talk to you about how to incorporate specific tools and practices and applications and skills inside of your personal brand that are naturally going to bring those people to you. And I know on my own, 10-plus year journey in building these businesses, the more clear I've gotten on who I am in my personal brand, the more aligned my clients have become. And that makes my work easier. It makes my work more fun and enjoyable. It helps me really stay in my own lane to differentiate my work because the people that I'm then working with are people who are giving me projects that I'm really excited to do. So, If you are not at this point yet in your own entrepreneurial journey where you are looking for soul clients, if you are still saying yes to everyone and if you are still just welcoming any clients or customers or consumers into your world with a big fat yes, then that's okay because that's important too right? We need to create a healthy business that becomes profitable. And then over time, as the business starts to make money, that's when we can really get into the questions of who do I really want to be working with, right? What does my ideal client look like? What are their values? What are their personality traits? What makes them the one for me? What makes us a good match? And so if you haven't looked at your sole client yet, if you haven't, taking yourself through an exercise to really recognize and outline who your soul client is now, then this podcast is really going to help you. It's really going to support you in not only getting really clear on who that person is, but also how to create a brand that naturally attracts them. All right. So I started to define my soul client by the ideal, ultimate, like green flag, hell yes client that I was stoked to have in my world. I didn't want to feel any questioning energy. I didn't want to feel any doubt. I didn't want to feel any sort of weirdness or hesitation in my body. I wanted to know right away that this person was someone that I could help, that would benefit from my work. That was a, a really good creative match. We shared a vision. We have similar personalities. You know, we're down to earth. We like to have conversation. There's humility and transparency, and this this symbiotic relationship involved in the creation process. And as I got really clear on that, I started to notice that the weeds in my garden. In other words, the people that I was working with who felt a little sticky, who felt a little challenging or maybe just slightly out of alignment in the sense that I would start to feel like, oh man, yeah, okay, I've got to call it this person or okay, now I've got to do that. And I would feel this energy shift. My garden started to become like full of weeds, right? Which means I was working with a lot of people that maybe weren't the right fit for me. And as I started to get really clear on what the flowers looked like and what I wanted my garden to really bloom into, I started to pick the weeds out and I started to really identify the elements in my clients that maybe weren't the perfect match for me and my process and the way that I worked. I started to weed my garden and I started to get super clear and focused on who, who the people were, right? And I started to landscape my my brand landscape my marketing and my communication so that my garden could grow the way that i wanted it to and this is how i want to support you today okay i want to help you figure out who your soul clients are and also like who you have to be in order to naturally attract them okay because what happens when we start to really focus on getting our soul clients And that's like all we think about, right? We start to think like, what do I have to do today? What do I have to post today for people to listen? What do I need to express in this piece of content to go viral? And what do I need to get that next client booked, right? we start to put pressure on ourselves. We start to get needy and we start to really then externalize our creative process to say, what are those people doing to get clients? What's the strategy they're following and what's working for them rather than staying in our own authentic lane? And what happens when we start to mirror or reflect other people in our industries? Well, naturally, we're going to start to attract people that we don't want to necessarily be working with because we are following someone else's strategy or we are speaking like someone else, right? So we're attracting this type of client that isn't actually in alignment with our authentic self, with our creative process, with our truth, with our vision, okay? So I want you to right away allow yourself to just take a deep freaking breath (sighs) and notice and recognize and empower yourself with the knowing that the brand is you. The brand is no one else, right? It's not her strategy. It's not his book. It's not their blueprint. It's you. And the more you step into that and the more you allow yourself to claim that and the longer you stay in it, the longer you embody who you actually are, the easier it's going to become for you to attract your soul clients because they're seeing you. They're hearing you. They're connecting with you. Not all those other things. Not the person you think you should be. Not the version of yourself you think you have to be, but who you really are and that's where it gets easy right because that's when work stops feeling like work and that's when you just get to say like i'm just gonna show up today and do a freaking podcast on my couch in my house and whoever likes it is gonna like it because this is me and me is going to attract people who like me so now i'm super happy and and really honestly stoked to share with you that every single person who comes into my world feels like a match Feels like I went on to Tinder and I swiped whatever way I was supposed to swipe for the people that I like. I'm too old for the dating world, too married up for the dating world, I never got to swipe either way. But I imagine that every single client who comes into my world is a person that I like swiped to become a match with and it feels effortless and it's rewarding in my work and it's exciting, okay? And it creates the kind of relationships and the kind of outcomes and results that I am here for. So what do you need to do, what are the actions, what are the integrations that you can do for yourself to actually begin to attract your soul clients? It's actually going to be probably annoyingly easy for you, and we can get way deeper into this, and I do in a lot of my workshops, in my masterminds, in my one-to-one coaching. This is where we deep dive into these layers, but here's what I want to offer you today on the podcast, okay? You need to ask yourself who the person is that you want in your inbox. You need to ask yourself what values your clients have. You need to ask yourself how they speak, what they want, what they desire, what they care about, what they struggle with, how they spend their days. What do they shop for? What inspires them to buy? What do they fall asleep thinking about? How do they move through the world? What are they most interested in? Okay, now I'll get specific with some examples. Are they into sustainability? And do you embody sustainability so that they are naturally intrigued by you? Are they really into personal development? Do you practice your personal development and show them how you do that for yourself so that they can start to be inspired by you? Do they wanna be a stay-at-home mom who has a side income? What's your side income? Do you have kids? Are you a stay-at-home mom who makes money online and are you showing them how you do that? Okay, so often our soul clients are a reflection of our best version of self. Often our sole client is someone who wants what we have, right? They possess the same values as we do. They want the same sort of lifestyle. It's not the exact same. It's not a replica, right? But it's overlapping, okay? So they want what you have. They're really into the things that you're into, They like to watch you. They like to learn from you. They like to see how you move through your process because they think to themselves, what is it that she has that I want? And when they see that in you, when they see you practicing sustainability, when they see you making money, staying at home with your kids, when they see you in your creative process and they see you in your personal development rituals, they think, oh my gosh, I can learn from this person. I have the same set of interests. I want the same things. She's been through what I am going through. And they start to create this point of connection with you. And they start to resonate with you. And they start to emotionally engage in your work. Why? Because all of the sudden, they see the living, breathing proof. They've got evidence that the thing that they want most for themselves is possible. And so they see it in you and they are naturally attracted to the personality traits and the things in you that they want for themselves. Okay. So I believe that one of our biggest jobs in building these personal brands is really being the embodiment of our work. Show the world what you know, tell the world how you do it, right? Share behind the scenes. Share what's on your heart, express it so clearly and radically and consistently that people can hear you. Allow them to know who you are and what you want for the world. Tell them you know all about their problems and their struggles and offer them solutions. You know, I hear this quite a bit in the entrepreneurial world, like how much do I give? What is overgiving? Right? Like, Is there too much free stuff? Is there too much value? Is that possible to give so much that then people won't want to buy from me? And I do not think so. You know why? I think the more we show people, the more we offer people and the more that we give, the more people see how much more there is that they could learn from us. And it actually inspires them to want to invest their time, energy, and money in us because they have received so much from us already in the free world. They've already got so much value from us that they're like, oh my gosh, take my money because I want more of what you have. If this is the free stuff, imagine what I will get inside the paid stuff, right? And so when we take the veil down and we... we take the walls down and we really allow ourselves to embody more of who we are and we express that clearly and we communicate openly about our values and our beliefs and we share our expertise and we teach and we lead openly, freely, right? Then all of a sudden people are getting a broader picture of who we are and we're giving them more of an opportunity to choose us right, if I didn't show any of you my personality, if I wasn't vulnerable with you, if I wasn't human on the other side of this screen, if I wasn't fully expressed in my natural self, if I was, hello, I'm Robin, nice to to see you, I'm going to teach you all about soul clients today, and I wasn't full of energy, if I didn't have a certain charisma, then you might as well go Google that shit. Why would you want to learn from me? Right? Your soul clients choose you because there's something in you that feels right for them. And those, and the way that people can figure out if you're the right person for them, the right one for them, is through the doors that you open up that allow them to see you. Right? So if you stand behind a wall and there's no personality and there's no you, there's no energy, there's no examples or stories, you know, there's no unique process, there's no inspiration, there's no heart, then there's a lot less of a chance that they're going to feel deeply connected to your work, okay? If people want straight up information, they have a million free ways to find that. They don't want free information. They want you, okay? And your soul clients are waiting for you to go first, for you to show up, for you to be there, okay? So this is really, I mean, if we zoom out for a second, this is basic law of attraction shit, right? This is like, hey, this is who I am. If you are like this too, then let's work together, right? Like attracts like, You want to manifest more of the people you want to work with? You want to set goals to have a bigger client roster or a wait list or to sell out programs? Okay? You want to be sought after for who you are and what you want to be known for? Then it's your literal job to be yourself. To be the brand so that you can start attracting the people that you want. Like attracts like. So who are you being? Who are you being? And are you being the type of person that your soul client is attracted to? This may require you to ask yourself some hard questions. You know, what do I need to up-level? Am I actually speaking to the people that I want to be speaking to? Or am I speaking to the people that I'm comfortable speaking to? And can you feel the difference in that? The people I'm comfortable speaking to may not be at the level that my soul client is at. They not may they, they may not be ready to invest at the level that my sole client is ready to invest at. Okay, they may not be ready to do the work. They may not be ready to have hard conversations or to go all in on themselves or to quit their job or to run go on the run that they need to go on. Like we have to be speaking to the people that are already where we want them to be so that they can show up and do the work with us so am i actually speaking to the people that i want to be speaking to or am i speaking to the people that i'm comfortable speaking speaking to okay another thing would be am i am i showing up frequently for these people am i showing up frequently for the people who need me so i use this example quite a bit if you've been in my world for a while then you've probably heard me say this but i consider aligning with soul client soul clients kind of like dating Right. And I already used the Tinder example, but imagine you set up a first date with someone and you go on that date and you're sitting across the table from each other and you are like, oh my gosh, this person really feels like a good match for me. Right. I'm having a great time. There's a chemistry. Our conversation is flowing. I can tell we've got the same values and same interests. So it's great conversation. There's eye contact. It seems like we're really on the same page. And you're like, yeah, great. Second date in and you feel like that connection is already established as you leave that first date, right? Great, this is amazing. We're on a great, great trajectory. And then you set up the second date and same thing, you go for a walk and the walk feels great, the pace is good, you're moving along. Third date, all of a sudden you show up, no one's there. And you're like, what happened? We've got the great chemistry, we're on the same page, we like the same things, share the same values, have similar wants and desires, like we've established that there's this connection there and now they just don't show up. What's going on? And I want you to remember that in your brand, you are building another relationship right? It may not be a romantic relationship. It may not be an intimate relationship. And it may be with thousands of people on the internet, but every single one of the people that you build a relationship with, every follower, every person on your email list, everyone in your DMs, every single person following you on LinkedIn or watching your YouTube video is considered a relationship. And if you just do not show up for that third date, then guess what? Over time, you harm your brand reputation, right? You risk those, um, what do I want to say? You risk harming those relationships. I'll say that again. You risk harming those relationships because you are not present, okay? So I want you to imagine that attracting your soul client can only happen when you are present right? Attracting your soul client can only happen when you show up for the date, okay? And if you are not showing up, then they cannot find you. This is really important for you to know. So am I showing up? Am I showing up for the person that I want to be speaking to? And am I being the person that I need to be in order for them to stay committed, okay? Am I going to continue to lead the way, so, I hope this is helpful in terms of really being the brand that attracts your soul clients. You know, there's a lot more that we could get into, but I think this is a really great place for you to start because often we end up so in our own heads. As entrepreneurs, we get stuck in thoughts, we stay in creative processes and we start to question ourselves and we start to compound these negative thought patterns and it can really create a feeling of stuckness in our bodies and in our work. Okay? And you are here for a reason and you've got shit to do in this world and you're here to have an impact and that's going to require you to show up for the person that you want to be speaking to the most so that that soul client can find you. So yes, there are a lot of actions that you can take on the other side of this podcast, but most importantly, I want you to ask yourself, am I being the brand that my soul clients need me to be? Okay. Okay. Thank you for joining me today on the Brand Is You podcast. You all know how thankful I am for you every single episode. I'm so honored that you took your time for me to have this conversation. I know that you are busy and I know there are so many opportunities for you in this space. So the fact that we got to have this conversation today really hits home with me. I'm so grateful for you. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then be sure to download this episode so you can listen to it on the go and follow the podcast so that you get all of our episodes and don't miss out on any of these juicy conversations. And if you are watching on YouTube, then go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our future videos. I will see you next time, friends.